We did it. Congrats, everybody. We made it to Friday. Fan morning show. Brent Gunning, Sam McKee here. And we're going to end the show with some shout outs. I'm going to start the show with a shout out. My man behind the glass, Andrew, hooking me up with one third of the Holy Trinity coffee. He hooked me up with the crueler. And now I'm going to talk some sports with my bud McKee. Sammy, how's it going, bud? I'm all right. Tired going on. It's getting to me. Just come on. Just getting to me. I I actually, I'm a little more frustrated by that than normal because I let you have your quiet. I could tell you wanted it and I let you just, we sat here. Can we do another half an hour We sat here for six minutes in dead silence leading up to a show, which I think led to the start that we just had of like, oh yeah, I'm okay, man. No, You could have got the wheels going just a hair and then that wouldn't have happened. I've controlled amount of takes today. Uh, I didn't even ask for takes. I just asked for you to be alive. I went to bed earlier than usual last night. That's the problem. Um, No, I was, I mean, it was better by quarter to ten. I was awoken last night mm. by one of the loudest bangs of thunder I have ever heard in my life. It was so loud. Like it was like it was a thunderstorm in my room. I couldn't believe how loud it was. I didn't wasn't expecting a storm. I know that they were forecasting a little bit. I, I saw some videos up in Peterborough of some flooding and stuff up there. So I hope all my people up in the Peter Patch are doing all right. Mm. But it came through and Sort of pouring rain, and then the bang of thunder legitimately sounded like a bomb went off in my backyard. I was like, "Oh my god!" It woke me right up. And that's not why I'm tired. Just I went right back to sleep immediately. But yeah, it was you very, are the king of that. But it was so 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 loud. So uh, thunderstorms in the summer in Toronto, uh, you know, always always get me going a little bit. It's really nice to fall asleep to the sound of a bit of rain. If I actually I shouldn't think about sleeping right now because it's really if my I would have woken up from Hot said here. thunder. If I would have woken up from it, I would never have gone back to bed. Like, I am the worst for that. Like, once I am up, I'm up. Like, this morning, like, eyes were up or eyes were open an hour before the alarm was supposed to go off. And I'm like, I guess I'm just awake now. All right, great. Three um, in the morning. Lovely. There's no golf on. This sucks. There's not? Well, I mean. They're not playing in, they're not playing in Dubai <laughs> sure. somewhere? I don't think so. And I don't. I, I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going on right now. And uh, even if it is, I, like even I, masochist that I am, don't need uh, to watch uh, uh, DP World. You don't Tour. Want to need to watch the Road to Dubai. That's no. just as important as the majors to Rory. Uh, if it was a, uh, if it was a marquee event, you could talk me into it, maybe. But uh, yeah, the old, uh, the old uh, Southern Peninsula of Spain Open. I think I'm good on yeah. that. I don't even think there is a Southern Peninsula of Spain. Uh, I don't think that's how geography works. I'm trying to think of there's what like Spain islands looks like on a map. Portugal, but there's definitely no Southern Peninsula of Spain. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's like quasi. Was I landlocked in by Portugal and stuff? So I, don't I don't really know. know. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm no no geography guy at all. I don't know. Were you good in geography? Uh, I I was good in geography in the sense of like geography, like always bled into a little bit of like like geopolitics of like you know, do these countries get along? How much is this? So I always like enjoyed it for that, but not like. I love maps. Like I'm not, you know, I'm I can be a nerd and a dork about stuff, but not to the point where I'm like, oh my god, look at my favorite map. You ever do the thing when you were a kid with the with the what's the thing that spins with the world on it? A globe. A globe. Yeah. You ever do the thing where you'd spin it as yeah. fast as you could, and you're like, my next trip is gonna be here, and you'd like hit it, and it would like stop, and yeah. you'd be like, I'm going to Madagascar. Even as a child, I'm like, I want my next trip to be within this house. I don't want to go anywhere that's outside of my comfort zone. Even as a child, I, I was like, that game, too scary for me, even. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I traveled a lot when I was younger. I uh, I did not. And uh, yeah. then I, it's funny, I actually like, did 
Well, I've been like, far and around the world. I, when I'm I was a like, world traveler. I've when I was younger, around. like when I was a baby, like uh-huh. my parents took me places and stuff. And then I remember, <laughs> and then <laughs> when I was a baby, and then that's the only time they well, no, and then, to go and then honestly, I like never went anywhere until I was sixteen. And oh then in God. a month, when I was sixteen, I had a like we did like the school trip to Europe. And my mom was like, "Come on, you need to like experience some things in this world." Yes. Happy she pushed me to do it, did it. But then I came back, and my I, this was not planned before I left. Mm-hmm. I came back and my mom's like, hey, don't like unpack too much stuff because I got like a great deal on an all-inclusive. So we're going to the Dominican in like four days. And I'm mm-hmm. like, can I just sit in Canada? And I honestly think from that experience of just being outside of the country for like a month more or less straight, I've, I'm just like, no, I need to be here. I need to stay all the time. Wow. Yeah. I've been, I've been to Egypt. Wow. I've been to Europe. I've been to. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I did like the Europe. I did like the Europe. Like we did like Switzerland. We did Germany. Uh, Uh, Yeah, that's good. I that's pretty good. Where else? Uh, Oh, uh, it's like a fake country. Sorry, but like Liechtenstein. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Monaco. No, the reason it's a fake country is because I had to pay to get my passport stamped. They're like, we'll do it really nice, but it's a euro. Same with uh, same with Monaco. They did the same thing. Okay, I paid five euros to get my thing stamped. Pricey in Monaco. Yeah. Was it worth it? No. No. God, no. God, no. <laughs> Shout out Rob Reed Taylor. He's like, we got to do it. We love Bond. And it's the Casino Royale. Yeah, fair. He's like, you know, we got to. He's like, this is where the original, what was the book? Like, the book was the guy that wrote the books? I, the Bond guy? I don't know. I, uh, I just think of Roger Moore, but that's, that's one right. of the first Bonds. No, isn't that right? No, I think that's like the first uh, Bond. But he was like, the original book is based in Monaco. We need to get the stamps. And he loved Bond. You know what? Honestly, like, it is corny, but if you have a hook, I'll hear it. He, lo- he loves Bond. Yeah. Uh, shout out Rob. Haven't thought of him in a while. He's one of my good buddies from back in on sound. Uh, we were in sir, together. Roger Moore was an English actor who played James Bond, okay. but not the guy who uh, wrote the books. Um, and that'll be the extent of my James Bond. So movie. yeah, and I, when I was 18 years old, my parents, I, I saved up enough money. I worked two jobs for six months yeah. and saved. I worked 645, 315 at Max Milk and I delivered pizza for Pizza Hut in the evening every day for six months. Workout was, was a lot better then than it so is now. Rich. Oh yeah, I mean I was young, and fun, and full of you know what. Um, and you know, I it was a really great time because I didn't have any responsibilities, didn't have any bills to pay, just stacking bank, just yep. making money. Oh yeah, delivering pizzas, loving life. And then uh, yeah, I saved up the money and I backpack across Europe at age eighteen by myself for half of it. And my good buddy Emerson joined me for the other half. Um, when I got to the airport. I left. I had a, like a money belt. You know how it's like, oh, have yeah. a money belt? Yeah, yeah. When we were walking, I was hanging out with my whole family like before we left. And I left my money belt that had my passport. Vintage. All my Vintage. My, all my inter- sitting at the gate. And my mom, when I'm 18-year-old, long-haired stoner Sam McKee. She this was is like, like Afro she's Sammy? Like, she's, like, she's like, you, I'm not, I can't let you go. No, I can't do this now. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going. And I got on the plane. I went and. I got through it. I actually I survived. I'm trying to think, like, if you concocted my personal hell, it might be I'm going to set you on your own across Europe, make fun of it. I think that might be my actual personal it was, hell. It was really fun. There was some dark moments for sure when you were like alone, but you know, I can. I'm pretty good at making friends, and I made friends with people all across Europe, and I had a really fun time. But there's a couple dark moments. Well, t- yeah, we'll talk about the Jays in one sec here, but last thing for that on me is that's always Six my morning, that's People always my problem with uh there's one person who cares uh, dearly. Uh the Danielle? No. Oh. <laughs> Keep going up that ladder, bud. Uh, in right. terms of They're the uh, <laughs> the problem with me with traveling is always that I like the good 
has to be like, I was on vacation. I had the best time ever. And I won the lottery to make up for, you know, like to use our Alberta example. It's like I lost my golf clubs Mm. for two days and it just like threw me into a wreck. Like I can never not think about the bad first as opposed to the good. Well, that maybe maybe this is more turning into a therapy session, Gunner. <laughs> there's lots of good in the world. Pal. A lot of people who uh, would say I need that. Uh, and, there's lots. Uh, there's lots of good in this world. Mm, false. I am waiting for the good. There's there's one good in this world, What's and that? it's uh, it's the the Leafs lift in Lord Stanley's mug. That's the good. Like, and then when it, when I have that, I actually feel like I'll be able to see the light oh, in other places. I, tell you I know. I know. Hey, th- why do you think I have such a defeatist attitude about everything? I really don't think we'll ever see that ever. So sorry to be like that. I'm just morning. like I'm just telling you. It's like that. It, I, I it is it is so dark how much I connect everything. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that's too far of a stretch, but I don't think it is to just like yeah. But the Leafs didn't win, so how good could it possibly be? Um, <laughs> I will say that you know doing this job, I have become the perfect amount of jaded. Where like everyone says, my, no, it'll it's happen enough, to me. It's enough of my job where I'm like, yeah, they lost tonight. <laughs> Never. Summer starts. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was still sour when they lost. I was like, you know, no. See, this is where it gets. This bleeds, is uh, it leads, This is very different about. Uh, this is a little more our work life balance as well. But yeah, Ian I, Fleming uh, is who wrote the books okay, from Mike and Asimboya. So not Asim- so so Asimboya. Thank you. All right, there you go. Ian Fleming. That's who uh, wrote the Bond books. Uh, fake grinder Rick in Niagara says he's the Liechtenstein of grinders because he's a fake grinder oh, and it's wow. fake country. That's so I very thoroughly, good. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, so uh, you want to break down the Hall of Fame game? <laughs> I want to. I want to break down those pipes on Demarcus Ware. So <laughs> I was trying to like do some reading because I thought, I thought yeah. it was like a tribute to like maybe his mom or a tribute no, to Demarius some, Thomas. It, it was a tribute to him. Apparently, says so he just they like to sing together. I I not I didn't wholly understand why he had to sing in tribute to no, him. Like I love that he is that much for the boys. We love brotherhood, buddy. <laughs> I, I, you know, like, if you pass tomorrow and we love to sing Ring My Bell together at Lakeview. Ring my bell. And they're like, at the first Leafs game of the season, <laughs> Sam McKee will be singing a rendition of O Canada in tribute to his great friend, Brent Gunning. I would not be doing yeah, it. No, I, I, don't I, think so. I love you, man, but God. <laughs> I think that takes more guts than anything. Literally anything. Like, I, I don't know, you know, I, I can't imagine Getting out there. And, like, he sucks. He's a bad well, singer. So, does he know? That's a great question. Because, like, this is Hall of Famer super stud who could still rip your head off, oh my like, God. squeezing that, a grape. And, like, he's one of those guys that hasn't put on one pound no, no. of fat. He is still no juiced. Exactly. Jacked. Yeah. So, I think that's more the problem. Mm-hmm. Who and like... I assume his partner maybe could say, hey, don't do that. You're no good. But that's like. He that, did it as a tribute. That is mama. That's <laughs> it. Like, honestly, who's the, who is who is on the list of people that get to go to DeMarcus Ware and look him in the eye and be like, maybe not that. I'm sure there's a couple guys that like. But he's not around. But he's not around them anymore. Uh, he's not in the room. Like when he was who, in. The, who played with him? Like, you don't think. What, what's the guy that plays for the Bills now? Von Miller. Von yeah. Miller was like. Because they yeah. played together in in uh, Denver, right? Yeah, I'm when, they, to when, think. They, when they won the, uh, I think he was on that team yeah. when they won the Super Bowl. There you go. And he's like, "Hey, man, like, maybe just like, no, sing." Yeah, but that's I think he's been retired, so he's just out of it. Like when he was in the locker room, you there's know, no way he does that. Well, you know, he's singing in the shower. 
Yeah, for, for sure. sure. And yeah. the boys are hammering him. They're like, you suck. And now he's been out of that. that <laughs> I don't know if I'd be saying anything to DeMarcus Ware. That's what period. I mean. This is what when I'm he gets his at. tarp off, and like, ah, now you're good. Now you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're you're right. okay. You're, you're, right. hit, hit. you're hitting one note. I don't know which one it is, but keep hitting it, bud. I will say that is now like into the new, into the lexicon of bad anthems. So Fergie. Fergie. Carl Lewis, like his voice cracked, and he yeah. went like, "Uh-oh!" The best, then- <laughs> the best one ever, by far, is the CFL one. Oh yeah, where the guys like go to, to Old Christmas to tree. Old Chris- oh, Canada! Canada. <laughs> yeah, that one is hilarious. And the poor woman. Oh, who with had Team Canada? And the guy came out, or she came out. Yes, and then she broke her head. Up, yeah, and then she ran off the ice because yep. she was embarrassed, and then she came back on. And the little mat yeah. slipped out I from know, underneath so her. Bad. And she went down and the camera yeah, flashed right straight to yeah. Draper. <laughs> and Draper's like, like, just course, like, the, oh, like laughing, but like embarrassed. Uh, one, I'm surprised not because, you know, the, the classic thing they do during the anthem. Yes. Is they go around. Of course. Looking at everyone's yeah. face. This is why the Fergie one was so great because the yeah. NBA guys. Like that one, there's few internet videos that make me laugh yeah. every single time. And that one gets it's me every so single good. time because like. Draymond is the first one where he starts like licking his lips and yeah. looking down. He's like, <laughs> like, oh boy. It's like, of course he'd be the first one. But how did they not break last night? All these guys, uh, I, I guess because it's like super tough guy stud, Demarcus Ware. They're think, like, I can't show this guy up. I think but I would have been cracking I up. Don't. I don't know how I you don't. I would have been dying. So, anyways, I watched. Uh, the, other, the other great one as well uh, wasn't so much a botching, but do you remember when uh, the now three tenors, the fourth tenor, oh, went, went like rogue. All Lives Matter oh. and held up the sign, <laughs> and everyone's like, what's going on? Here? He went rogue. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, that is uh, somebody texting in Roseanne Barr. I do re- oh, I, yeah. Do you recall her? This like a staple of top ten list, yeah. just screaming. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I one mean, too. You, you get what you pay for on that one. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, that's, a Booker, that's a Booker's <laughs> yeah. issue. Yeah, that's a producer issue, yeah. not a, not her. And then not nationally, but now all I'm thinking of is the myriad of incredible take me out to the ball games at Wrigley, oh, yeah. and of course, like Ozzy is the gold standard. Like, oh, that's it. <laughs> and he's just like gonna looks like he's I, gonna fall over. I just think there's not many things that you get exposed harder on when you're outside of it yeah. than singing. Totally. Like, like first pitches, like yep. people bounce them or whatever, it's but it's like, like that's, a, that's a singular moment that happens fast. Yeah. When you're singing the anthem and you suck, that's a solid three minutes yes. in front of 20,000 people where there's nowhere to hide. No. It's like that is, I actually think my personal hell is getting thrown onto the Rogers Center field and being like, sing the anthems. <laughs> And, like, having to get through both of them and being like, that's just me you in would, perpetuity not being able to say. I disagree. By the You would start out nervous, and by the end of it, <laughs> no you way. would be high-stepping on the Jays' dugout, well, like, come on, well, no, boys and girls. No, what I would do is I would have to go to the outfield bar beforehand. Uh, you'd, be before. like, you'd be like, talk to me in one inning. Yeah. Give me a, give me the background sound and the, all the words on the Jumbotron so I can read them all, even though I know them. But, like, I just need a little reminder. Karaoke. Yeah. So speaking of the Rogers Center, buddy. Jays. We're uh, all happy. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. Kevin Gosman. Uh, I don't care about He was no good. Okay. Just, I, I kind of called that yesterday. Yeah, you did. Didn't uh, like the matchup. Didn't like the way he's been throwing since the All-Star break. So where are we at on that then? I think he's hurt, probably. I don't think. I think the Orioles are one of the best teams in the league. Yep. So I think that has something to do with it, too. I don't think he's pitching 100%. He was hitting. His velocity was higher yesterday. Just, just go Kevin Barker on me. What did I say? 100%. percent yeah, 100%. Uh, his velocity was fine yesterday. I just, you know, they, there's potential to me that he was tipping yesterday. They didn't, 
barely. They were spitting on his splitter the whole uh-huh. game. They weren't touching it. Uh, but to me, the pitching is not worth talking about. Like, I mean, sure, they were no good yesterday. They put Thomas Hatch into the game. You know, they, whatever. The uh, offense is. Uh, we can have the conversation about the offense. I will just quickly say on Gosman that I'm with you. I don't think this is a guy who's fallen off a cliff. I think there could be some injury thing. But the thing I will say about that is that if Gosman is more of a 2-3 than a true 1, it really does change the pitching math for this team as well. Because as much as we like Well, Bar- they have a six-man rotation now. It's like every sixth day he'll be getting more rest. I think yep. he'll be okay. Uh, that, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just I'm getting a, I'm pre-getting ahead of the story that if all of a sudden Jose Barrios is the ace of this Jays staff down the stretch, that that's a very, very different animal. But, and we like him. But we like him in that mold where he is the 1B or the 2 or however you want to look at it. If all of a sudden he's your stopper, and I know Kikuchi's that guy right now, but you understand what I'm saying. Going into a playoff series, if that's the guy you trust the most, I'm not saying it is disaster zone, but it big time changes the math, especially when you look at Manoa and and what he's been and Bassett getting touched up a little bit lately. So, yeah, we can talk about the bats. I agree with you. That's That's the bigger thing, but I think the bigger picture, nothing's changed with the bats. They've been brutal. They continue to be brutal, but with the pitching, this Gosman thing has been, you know, I look back at it. It's been over a month now since he had his true kind of last shutdown performance. It was June 27th against the Giants, three hits, one earned run, 12 Ks. And it's been a, it's been a while since he's given you anything approaching that. Yeah, he was good against the Angels. Left him in too long. He pitched, I think he was, I think, was it the fifth inning that yep. he loaded the bases or the sixth inning? He should never have come out for that inning or it should have been out immediately after but he walked the first But even that's what I'm getting guy. at. It's like if he's your, if he's he your, good. if he's your start, but if he is your like front of the line starter and you're like, well, we couldn't get him through the fifth inning. It's like, that's a problem. Yeah. I, listen, I, I'm not worried about that. Okay, cool. We can talk on, the, about the on the power rankings of things that concern me about the Blue Jays, Kevin Gosman's bad three starts, well, two and a half bad starts in a row are not the thing that okay. even close to the top of the list. I... There's few things to me that are more – so, you know what? Okay, this is a sports talk radio thing, but – Good place to do it. You know, there's few things that are set up for a perfect storm of anger. Mm. Like a good team, a team that's supposed to be elite, a team that's supposed to be contending for a championship that is completely underachieving. And that is this team. They are the definition of that. I think they were the World Series favorites at one point heading into the season, like in the book, like in Vegas, I guess. But you look at them now, and uh, they're far from that, as uh, I don't need to tell you that. 15 to 1 last I looked. Probably gone down. Really? Yeah, that was at that the start. Is a that was awful bet. That was do that not was, do that. That was post dead or that was right at the deadline. So okay. that would have been in the middle of this OS series. Okay, so they're probably up to like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. I guess maybe it wouldn't hurt them that bad. Yeah. It's one series. There's too much to play. But I think that the the I can't remember. And you know this is anecdotal, and we're doing it like day to day here. But I can't remember a frustration with the team that's supposed to be good. Like, I guess you think back to 2016 mm-hmm. when that team was a grind to yep. watch. They were such a grind. They never scored. They relied on pitching. That year they had five guys in their starting rotation. That, or six. So they had six guys. Drew Hutchinson made one start that year. Do and we? the rest of it was just five guys. Their pitching was great. They had a good bullpen. And they never scored runs. It was a grind all year. And I remember just pulling my hair at watching that team. So I guess that's like one of the last times they were really good. But... The offense has never been an issue with this era of Blue Jays baseball. You never worried about them not scoring. Like they'd have stretches, right, where they'd be, you know, in a little bit dormant, but mm-hmm. that's baseball. This has been the whole season of yep. 
the complete outside of Matt Chapman being an MVP candidate for the month. And that changed the math of the offense, but you're right. Their, their complete inability to have not to cash guys in with runners in scoring a position like that's, I mean, we'll put that aside for now. Yeah. Their inability to have a decent at bat. Yeah. With runners in scoring position. I thought Siddle was going was gonna to fight Espinal oh my last God. night. <laughs> I actually, like, not to say that I, you know, have the same thoughts as elite right. Blue Jays analyst Joe Siddle. Yeah. But when that happened, I stood up. I was like, what are you doing? When You're down two. Get on base, man. The, the fact that in the broadcast, like, you know, they do their little rejoiner often, but it's usually, yeah, here's something I like. No, here's he whatever. Hot. He's just like, I am going. And the fact that they're like, and believe me, I have more on this. So there will be a full breakdown in the postgame. He was livid, rightfully so. I it, didn't see the postgame. Yeah. Because. Didn't either. I quit yeah. on the Toronto Blue Jays. I went to, uh, you know, be a parent. I did. I went to be a dog parent. <laughs> I had two dogs at my sister-in-law's dog oh. staying with us. So I have two dogs. Types the other one. And you got a little wiener and no, little dog? And... No, it's a, it's a little island dog. And he, they're both just sitting there staring at me. And it was 4-1 going to the bottom of the night. I'm like, all right, boys, all right, let's, go. let's go. There's just yeah. zero chance. Yeah. There is zero chance that they're going to come back in that game. I don't think, like, they are a talented team. Mm-hmm. Full of guys that are supposed to be good baseball players. Losing, listen, they lost their best player. Losing Bo Bichette completely neuters their offense. I get that. But it shouldn't look like this. Like, I know, like, they're, he's their best hitter. Like, you know, he's your leader guy. He plays mm-hmm. shortstop. He yep. hits second. He's a, I think he has 15% of all their hits the whole year. Did you almost say face of the franchise? I mean, yeah. I mean, I wish they would have given him the super banger. Like, the yep. 14-year, 400 million. He's the, he's the best guy by far. Yep. Like, no question. Yeah. There's no Blue Jays fan listening to this that says they would rather have Vladdy than Bo. No. Nope. No question. Um, I, I just, just didn't know you were allowed to say it out loud. That's oh, I'll say it out loud. No, I know. Yeah, Vladdy is trending towards the B word. Oh. Like, compared to what his expectations were, he had the only drove in the only run of the game. Yeah. I understand he had a hit and was scoring a position last, yesterday. He Did was you the see only his one. numbers there that they flashed Yeah, up? yeah he, he's good at it. He's yeah, decent. Yeah, weird, yeah. But, like, you know, I, <laughs> I don't, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. I watch this team every night. And I never enjoy it. Like, when do they ever have a laugher? When, like, I guess they played the Angels and they scored, like, they blew them out in one game. But every game is a grind. It's not fun to watch. It's not a good product. There's no approach. They're swinging wildly. Like, you know, it's three, like, it's three. I am so annoyed by this team. And I don't know what you can do. I like it's past the deadline. I mean, oh, I no, mean literally there, was, there was literally a, you know, uh, earlier this week, there was a <laughs> deadline in which you can add offense to your team when they can play and they're eligible hey, for the hey, playoffs. They got Paul DeYoung. Okay? You could trade for guys that aren't on your roster for a guy that's on your roster. Darwin Barney ain't walking through that door. They missed the, like they are in grave danger of missing a playoffs. Because they're going to this weekend series here now with the mm-hmm. with the Boston Red Sox. Who can hit. Who can hit. And they hit well in that park. And they're plucky. It's a band box, yeah. And the Jays have not, have yet to beat them this season. If the Jays, like I, we're talking about panic buttons. Yeah. Boy, it's coming in. But listen, I'm off all next week. I got to tell you right now. You're thrilled. I'm not watching this weekend. I, I need a break. We need a break. I, I can't do this every night. I can't go in there every <laughs> night. Against the teams that they need to beat and do this. They're horrible to watch. It's an awful product. I'm sick of watching these guys approach in these spots. It's terrible, Gunner. 
I I would love to sit here and have a pushback for you, right? Like the worst thing in radio is me saying, agree, but you're right. Like you look at it to a man, everybody who is in this lineup right now, which Bichette is not a part of because he is resol- absolved of all of this stuff. Now the runners in scoring position thing with him, I will hear it is bad luck. It is bad numbers, whatever. But with the rest of this team. I will not say one bad thing about yeah. my sweet baby Bo. We he's talk, the only guy. We talk about Chapman. Even Chapman. Okay, like. Even Chapman? He's waving. No, at- no, no. Let me fit. But what I was about to say is Chapman. Okay, so you're not hitting. It's a wet noodle up there. Do not have an error that allows two runs to cash with well, the throw. Like, De Jong didn't ro- rotate. Mr. Well, Mr. Amazing Mr. Defensively. Mr. Fundamentals. I understand that. It doesn't mean you have to airmail the throw. Like, yeah, I'm not going to completely absolve him of that. And you're right. And again, I like that so much. I texted you about how much I love the Dan and Buck were all over that immediately. Of course. Well, it's an elite broadcasting. They but, get but it's like even that thing, that is what frustrates me the most. If you are going to be the wet noodle team that has good pitching and great defense, have good pitching and good defense. And this goes to, again, is the biggest problem in the world with this team right now, Gosman? No. But when you don't get that, it just highlights everything else that's been consistently wrong with this team. So it is infuriating. I think uh, this nameless texture, shout out Herm Edwards, put your name on it. Uh, it's frustrating that a team has always had great offense for years, but no pitching. Finally, has a great rotation in a bullpen, but terrible offense. I think I prefer losing 10-8 than 3-1. There is something to that. Like, would you not like to just, even if you're going to lose, could you could you go bash some balls over the fence? Yeah, could you have don't. a moment? Could you have a rally? Could you have something happen? I, I don't. I'm I'm beyond. The only rally in that series was three straight walks, two hit batters, and an error. That was the only rally that this team was able to muster. Yeah, like they are. And credit to a couple of those walks, sure. But my God. They are one. They were one dumb Brandon Hyde decision away from getting swept. Yep. They have, they can take, well, what did I say when it came in here yesterday? I'm like, I kind of feel exactly the same about them. Mm-hmm. And yep. they I, are who they thought they were. Can't get them on, RIP, but they are who they thought they were. Uh, somebody <laughs> just texted and said, today on Liars Who Lie, Sammy not watching baseball this weekend. Matt from Kitchener. No. You're going to, st- you're, you're sneaking no. it. No, no, not even. I'm, so it's a long weekend, buddy. I'm enjoying myself. I'm not even, I may watch the Argos. May watch my beloved hey, Argos. I, I don't know if you can cash. It. I don't know if you pulled it up here, but I did include it in our rundown Good. for the lead topics. Good. Said your Argos look to go seven and zero tonight in Calgary. Yep. I I may watch that. Okay. But I will not. I'm sorry, Sportsnet. I'm sorry, Sportsnet. Five ninety, the fan. I will not be putting it on. I'm I cannot just, do it. Okay, this is bad. I'm sitting here. I'm like, God, I'm so jealous of you. You don't get. To, you don't have to watch. Them. No, I'm not watching. <laughs> I just. It's it's sickening. It's so hard to watch. And he's just, I, like I said, if they were having good at-bats in these spots, I would get it. And, you know, they're having hard luck and they're, you know, they're bashing balls all over the park. Yeah. But they you can live ba- with it. they're barely making contact in some of these spots. Like, yep. how many hittable pitches is Matt Chapman going to swing through? <sighs> just waving at hanging breaking balls. Vladdy can't turn on a heater. No. Like, okay, let me ask you this question. Yes. Who do you have any faith in? On the in the Blue Jays lineup, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, bang! That was great radio. That says I didn't it all. even mean. I actually did not like something. Like I tried to. I I didn't try to have that sound as indecisive as it did. That was way too good. But 
You're I'm, right. I'm like I'm sitting I'm here and I want I want man. to give honestly. It's like I, I'll be honest. I'm a touch conflicted. The reason I did the teeth kiss to answer that question is because do I feel confident about it? No. But you look at the numbers of what Vladdy's produced with yeah. men in with men in scoring position. He actually has it. He's been a better hitter okay. with them in scoring Can position. I but I don't feel better about it. All right, let's let's play a game. Mm. Rank your confidence ranking. Mm. What do we want to do? Five stars or out of ten? Okay. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, five. Okay. Math is hard. Whit Merrifield confidence rankings. Four. Okay. I'm going to go with a five out of five for my man. Okay. Whit. Nobody, nobody's getting five he on is, this team right He now. is the number one guy I trust on the team. Yep, that's fair. That's bad. Oh, it is. That's very, very bad. bad. The guy who is supposed to be a spare part. Your yeah. number two hitter, Brandon Belt. Two. Yeah. And he's been one of their better guys. He gets on base. He takes walks. That's why he gets the two. <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr. out of five. Five stars. Two. I'll give him. I'll give him a three. Okay, that's a pedigree three. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's George Springer, zero, zero. Matt Chapman, zero, one. Okay. Alejandro Kirk. I mean, I'm zero. Saying zero from the jump. Varsho, Z- negative. Dejong, I hate him already. <laughs> Has he had a good at bat yet? No. It's like, oh my god, he fits in perfect. They got the perfect guy. <laughs> Kevin Kiermaier, <laughs> one. I'll give him a three. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I like Kiermaier. So. He, that's bad. It is. And I look at this lineup in front of me and the way they were hitting and the way they were knew they were hitting, I'm all the way back on bad deadline. I was saying, you know, I was making the argument that it's like, you got to get your guy, you got to find a way to have your big guys be big guys. I don't think they're going to be. I think they're just having bad years and this is just what it is and you needed to inject something into the room to just have a different option. Honestly. And that's why, who'd they call up? Davis Schneider? Yeah. Like, okay. Like, Great. Was he a 28th round pick? Is he going to come up here and rake? Like, I, it's now that I look back on it, and I know it's recency bias because it's one week. Yeah, yeah. And it's a horrible tail. series right after it's tail. Anyone. But it's fam. Tail. It's really tail. What up, fam? Yeah. <laughs> Jake Berger, the Burger Boy. Sure. Yeah. Anyone to just come in and just give me a different look. And then I guess they got Paul DeYoung or whatever. So but like, I, I actually, the more, holy. I, the more I think about it, I actually feel like it had to be tail because if you look at, okay, like what up fam, it's a bat. Okay. Maybe there's a, like a touch pedigree there. He's done some things. Maybe that does something. Burger comes in and I don't know, maybe the guys in the room have more respect for him, but to the fan base and everybody, it's just, guess what? It's just another guy. Okay. He's just going to get infected by this swinging at the first pitch and terrible ABs. And that is why I feel like because of what tail represents, it's not just that it's the return to last year's fun. And this has been a team that's been so over serious and they can't hit their way out of a paper bag. It is the one thing that would have allowed the clubhouse to actually have injected real true kind of life into it. And honestly, you might as well play Davis Schneider at this point. Like you've seen everything else. Why not give him a look? If I got to watch, Santiago Espinal or Kevin Bijou have another at bat. I'm gonna legitimately lose my it's mind. It's gonna be tough to make. Like I'm, I'm, you know the you know the the meme the Joker put on the yep. makeup. Oh yeah, that's me next Santi at bat. <laughs> He's been brutal. It's gonna be tough to make the Kevin Bijou is John Schneider's son jokes when there's a Schneider on the team who's not getting <laughs> abs. Exact same. Spelt the exact same and not getting abs because Kevin's there. And it's like, you know, Santiago Espinal was good when he could play defense. Yep. But he can't even. He's not no. even good at that anymore. Nope. It's like well. 
how did you not upgrade on that spot? How yeah, did if you not- needed if 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 they needed to upgrade the shortstop and not just because of the bat, but because of the glove, then what is he doing? Like this series. Uh, by the way, Major League Baseball All Star Santiago Espinal. This series sucked. Sucked. Yeah, it's brutal. The Leafs. Oh, it's the Leafs. I'm the CU. I was looking at this big Leaf guy here, and I just said the Leafs. The Jays got taken to the absolute woodshed. Yep. The, the, by or- the upstart rival. The Orioles are their daddy. They got spanked. They took them and they bent them over their knees and they spanked them on their bottom. The only way they beat them is because their pitcher hit Chappie on the bottom. Yep. It's an embarrassing series that is extremely eye-opening and the front office should be upset about what they did at the deadline. It's an embarrassment of a series. And your biggest series of the year, and what? It, how, how many runs did they score the whole series? They had, what, three? Yeah, it's not three, enough. Regardless yeah, of what it was. Seven. I not think. enough. Yeah. In a four-game series against your bitter rival that yeah. you're trying to show, it's just not enough. It's just not enough. It's not good enough. And it's like there's a t- huge fan base out there yep. that spends a ton of money. This team sold out every night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're sold out on a Thursday afternoon, yep. beating down heat against the Orioles. They're selling out midweek games. It's like I think the most frustrating part is that it's it really doesn't seem like it's a money thing. It seems like it is a philosophical thing of prospects and wanting to hold on no, to it or a, not having faith this, in this fan, group. The or fan base it deserves is. better. This was like, listen, I'll hear it. if you're rebuilding and you suck and it's, I'll hear that. But like, they deserve better than the product that they're giving right now. It's terrible. And I know, like, I just it's it's incredibly hard to watch. Yeah, it's tough. And again, I think the thing that's buoyed them throughout the year has been the starting rotation. I don't want to lump it all in together, but that's why that is why I started with Gosman. Because it's like he is the one, not the one guy, but it's like the starters are, and it shouldn't have to be this way because all we ever talk about with this team is the bats on it. But the starters are supposed to be able to paper over that and give them a, and not that they didn't give him a fighting chance. It was a four-one or three-one game when he left it. But you, you understand what I'm what I'm saying there. The other, the other part of it with the with the, or uh, I don't know if you got this, but watching the game last night, it's like as the O's continued to tack on runs. Obviously, yeah, shocker, they score more runs. It's going to be harder to win. Yeah, you bring in Thomas hatch into the game what do you expect well but then you have cano it's like, it's like we're bringing in hatch to face ryan mountcastle I'm like oh i wonder how that'll end bang <laughs> like anyways well and then you've got cano warming up in the pen for the o's and i'm sitting there and it's like these are the things about playoff baseball though right where you're like put him in hide put him in they yeah. own this guy he's the, only, he's the only guy in the league they can hit right yeah. now and if they did not tack on those two extra runs off a of hatch it is cano who comes in yeah. and guess what you probably smack him around a little bit because baseball is weird like that a team who can't hit their way out of a wet paper bag could see one guy and just turn into turn into the 27 yankees and that that it, i just got those playoff feels watching that game last night not because of the intensity of it because I'm sitting there watching cano warm up saying please put him uh, in please put him and in. here's the thing the Blue Jays will go on a run here. And oh, sure. you can look back on this and you can call me a dummy. And if you're like a positive Blue Jays fan, but like, you know, because they're, they're, once they're done with the Red Sox, like we talked about, they got the Guardians, they got the Cubs, they got the Phillies, they got the Reds, back to the Orioles. And then it's, and then it's a run of bad teams. Mm-hmm. Guardians, Nationals, Rockies, Athletics, Royals. They'll probably go on a run here. Yep. But I'm telling you right now, Paper Tiger, this team ain't going anywhere unless they start hitting. If they start hitting consistently, if they show me a week against the good teams where they hit and they get hot and it's stretched into two weeks, Mm -hmm. they could go. So that's what kills me is if they were hitting to half of their potential with runners in the scoring position, this team could go far with their pitching, with their bullpen. They just added the nastiest guy 
I've ever seen in history. history. Yeah. Yeah. Like the nastiest guy <laughs> I've ever seen. My boy Chad Green on the way. Jordan Romano throwing in a bra on the field. They're they're gonna have a. Did you see that? I did not see. He, this. Oh, he was throwing. He had like one of those like oh the like uh, the, the like things. soccer yeah, yeah, vest yeah, things. Yeah. He was throwing. I'm gonna have was, to go look at that. He was long tossing. Okay, but he had a shirt underneath, but it oh. was a bra. Oh. He looked like a bra. I just I was trying to make no, a joke. No, it's funny. I, I just got. I was like, what happened here? Did I miss? Okay, I'm sorry. I derailed you, but it was, but no, it's it was just, funny. If they maybe get hot against some good teams, but I'm not going to get fooled if they start getting hot against the Royals and the A's. Like, beat a good team. Beat win a series against the AL East. Go into Boston this weekend when your boy won't be watching, and win a series. Speaking of Boston, here's what they have this weekend: Manoa, mm-hmm. Barrios. Mm-hmm. Bassett. Okay. Feel like you're pretty confident in two of those three? Yep. 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 If they can find it, like it's like a playoff series. If they yep. can find a way to win with Moe on the mound, then they're going. Yep. Uh, as for Boston, they have uh, Paxton followed by the ever dangerous TBD twice. Oh boy. TBD. Yeah. Uh, Nick Pavetta, likely probably one of the starts uh, there. Jays used to hit him hard. Yeah. So I, I was looking at it. They just have when they didn't neuter their offense that's right. in the offseason. They yeah. used to hit him really hard. Yeah. So Red Sox, uh, that's the thing with them is their pitching is gettable. So if you, uh, if you want to wake up, it's a hitter's ballpark. It's a series you need. And uh, you got two TBDs, possibly a bullpen day on the mound there. It's, it is like, I'm not going to say it's right for the taking because of the way this team has performed, but it is one of those where if you can get to Paxton tonight, you could force the Red Sox into their pen. It probably gums up what they want to do the rest of the weekend. And then honestly, like, like we said, as frustrated as we are, this is a team that if they are what a third of how good they can be, it's yeah, probably enough. But, but I'm telling you right now, I'm not getting tricked anymore against an on AL East teams. Okay, but this weekend would do it for you if they go yeah. in there and sweep them and they or win two or three or whatever, two or three, yeah. and they're scoring runs and they're looking like that. Sure, okay. I will. I will be interested, and I may watch against Cleveland. Wow, but I just and. There's no way you're going a week without baseball. I need a little break this weekend. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, I believe. I, I got plans no, all weekend. Unlike the texter, I have zero problem believing you won't be on your couch. But the thing about you that I don't know how much people know is mm. you're like a big sneak a peek while you're out guy I, on the phone. And no, I'm also a guy that I'm having, um, you know, doing some social things this weekend. Okay. Some people are coming over to my place. I need a You're little very cagey about this. I don't know. Yeah, it's just okay. Anyways, right. I'm just teasing you. And I like a big thing I do is like escaping for a second. Oh yeah, and it's always to like check in on the Jays. Totally can't escape. No mm. escape. So I, I'm uh, sorry to be so frustrating, buddy, but like you, you're you are you're preaching to the frustration but, choir. So I just don't get worked up as much as you. But yeah, I love to be frustrated. At and angry what about point? Things. At what point? Like, is it you know? Like, I hate. There's been multiple texts on the text line about the hitting coach. Yeah, and I usually hate that take. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, no, the guys, but like, is it the hitting coach? Is that why they have zero approach? Like, is that the problem? I don't know. I'm lost for words. I honestly, I go back to, I go back to the decision they made to fire Montoyo and I was for it at the time. And I'm not saying it was the wrong one, but it's like, was it his fault that that bunch of, that that bunch couldn't get themselves together? Like, no. John Schneider's not like, sorry, John Schneider is not some leader of men that galvanized that group post. No, no, no. they guess what? They figured out how to play baseball and they woke up and they look the exact same way about the hitting coach. It's like, I see, I see like several texts like, oh, go get Dante Bichette back as a hitting coach. One, uh, that's not happening. But the other thing about it is that, okay, so maybe you have like a dead cat bounce of two weeks where see this all the time in hockey. Yeah. They need that two week cat bounce. Dead cat bounce. Yeah. They need that two weeks. I like I I guess. I mean, does that wake him up? 
Because they have, but then who do you make the hitting coach? Don Mattingly? He's been sitting there the whole time. That's the thing. Like, like, are you going to bring in Eddie? I don't know. Like, there are guys, like, there are guys. He's going to be like, so you got to swing as hard as you can. And then when you round the bases, put the elbow up. That's what I used to do. I have to say, just quickly, that was one of the highlights of my, uh, my fan career was interviewing Eddie. And we asked him about the. Edwing? The Edwing. And he just said that he was just running around and his arm was just up. And the guys were like, that was so cool. And then he saw it on video. He's like, that is cool. Oh, and he just did it forever. That, but it was like, it was literally just like he was I, running weird and it stuck. He's a man. That, what a hitter. What an elite Jays giveaway. The Edwing mm-hmm. parrot t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Very, very elite. Yeah he, uh, yeah, he could get hotter than anyone I've ever seen. In the month of May. Just there'd be like a stretch <laughs> of weeks where be, he is the greatest hitter of all yeah. time. And he hit three home runs in a game. And everyone threw their hats in the field, and Mike Willner got mad. Still still a uh, top ten moment yes. in his history. Awesome. Uh, yeah, love that. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see what uh, – it's interesting to see what, what they'll do. I don't see a hitting coach change coming. I just – it's very – I mean, you're past the deadline. It's just very, David like, Schneider going to change I'm the not, team? I'm not telling you not to do it. Again, I, I am the last guy to call for the hitting coach's head or anything like that. Yeah, I'm, same. Not, I'm not saying – That's where I'm at. I'm not saying you can't – I hate that thing. I'm not saying you can't do it. I just think that it, it – it, it removes responsibility from the people who are actually responsible for this. I don't know. There needs to be something. Okay, fair. Probably should have happened it's three time, days ago. It's time to have a players only meeting, fellas. Lock, oh. them, lock them doors. Do you think who would write? Uh, mm-hmm. We had the t- we had the the text yesterday of who should the Jays fight? Who would fight John Schneider? A la Ted Lilly. Chapman, because oh, he literally da, did in the dugout. Da, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. sitting on maybe a say team. The, hey Chappie, maybe say the same thing about Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah. <laughs> God, just put him on four. Yeah, four. He treat him like Otani when he's at Rogers Center. <laughs> Throw him, up the four. Treat him like Bonds. God. Hit him with the uh, hit him with the four like Austin Matthews. Oh That's what we want to see. Throw up four. Right. Sammy is uh, Sammy's frustrated. Let's talk Puck Duco when we come back. Yeah, okay, is that what you that'll, need? That'll I have I had I had it scheduled for there, or and I wasn't Dubis sure too. if you wanted to do. See, oh, it's I like, do. It's, that brings me back. I'm yeah. back. Okay, you're back. <laughs> okay, so Dubis or du- Dubis or Doku. We'll see what we have on the other side of the break. Fan boarding show continues on Sportsnet Five Nine of the Fan. Five ninety five ninety on the text line. Keep hitting us up there. Love people hearing all your frustration. I'm glad people are as mad as I am. Yeah, I uh, I normally like that as well. Uh, but I'm actually a little more a little more calm than you are today. Surprising. Uh, in terms of uh, that, uh, keep it coming on the text line. Also, if you want to be a part of the show, because mm. you've been so helpful to us. Mm. Ask for a shout-out, and you shall receive. McKee, you want to do your shout-outs at 8.30? 8.30 shout-outs. Also, text me your plans for the weekend. Right. It's a long weekend. Long weekend. People, you know, it's the last weekend of summer. The last long weekend of summer. So There's, one, there's one still in summer. Yeah, it's, September's not summer. Buddy, September is. It is. Uh, but text in your plans. Long weekend plans. I'll read them at 8.30. I'll read them throughout the show. Uh, shout-outs coming up at 8.30, so get them in early, and I'll shout you I'm out. I'm going to do this starting in... Uh, February being like, oh, we only have 30 Leaf games left. That's it. I'll be like, That's yes, all we got. God, we're getting close to summer. What's wrong? Um, what do you want? Dubis, Doku? Uh, I want to start with Puck Duco. Okay. Uh, you want to commend me on my efforts yesterday? I would love to commend you on your efforts. We did it because Gunner doesn't like it. No, again, I like it. I just... I... Get, we did a, cl- a collaborative effort yesterday on the golf course. Yes, I like this. And it was fun. While we were waiting agreed. on the tee, it was a lot of fun. No, that was not. And pick, pick up the pace, guys, uh, in front of us at oh, Lakeview yesterday. Brutal. 
brutal. But digging their putter in the a, cup. A hundred pims for the Flyers, the Blues, and the and the Bruins. You botched the Flyers. I botched the Flyers, which is like the. It's embarrassing. It's one it's of my. It's one of my lowest moments ever in Pakduko. I screwed it up so bad. Um, I guess Tom Sacito. And he didn't have a hundred. No, somehow. but what did, didn't you look it up? And he had like seventy four in thirteen games. Yeah, or something. he was like a mutant, <laughs> but he just didn't have enough. Tony Twi- Tony Twist for the with, for the Blues, which, which I thought would be lower, but it was fourteen percent. I guess he's just such a renowned media. analyst as well. Yeah, he is. I think he works uh, with the team a bit in St. Oh. Louis. I could be wrong. I, mean, I could be totally mixing him up with another pugilist type guy. I'm, I'm banking that for this yeah. season if that's okay. the case. Yeah. And the maybe the best poll of all time. Boston Bruins, 100 penalty minutes. You said, Brad, give Brad Park a try. And as a a group, we, we agreed. We agreed. Final the answer, thought Brad. Was, the thought was that there, Everyone weren't, gets there weren't a lot of dudes who didn't have 100 pims back then. Yep. So I said, the, the council agreed, and we put it in, and it was a 0.2 percenter for Brad Park. Best I've ever got. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. Today's is electric okay what do we got we Name have some dudes we have we're not gonna do it on air because it's it's gonna we, i don't think thinking on air is good but i'm oh, gonna okay. work throughout it we have the far right category today is olympic gold medal and the three, and the three are flames oilers and avalanche okay so here's my question they, no, they just they had to have won a gold medal and played on that team, not while they were on that oh, okay, team. Okay, because yeah. isn't that the case for the heart or whatever, right? Yeah. Like you need so to have done it with that my team. Fir- okay. My first pick, and uh, plug your ears if you don't have a, yeah. a, a really good one spoiled. For the Flames, I put Joe Newendike. Mm, hot. 3%. It's pretty good. Yep. It was at two when I first started. If you so can go. Because it's, it's early. If you can go non Canadian, that's well, your move. I was thinking, I don't know this one or not. Yeah. Because I remember him as the goalie mm. for the 2002 when the Belarus guy shot a clapper Tommy off his Sallow. head and went in. Was Tommy Salo the goalie in 2006 when they won? Mm. Good question. Probably I don't know. Hank I don't know if it would have been around I thought it by was then. Maybe Lungfist. Maybe a little Telkfist action. Maybe a remember, third goalie, though. I remember Telkfist when he was like the Leafs yep. guy. Remember? Yep. Yeah, he yeah. made that team. Yeah. I think it was Telkfist and Hunk and Hunk Hunkfist. Hunk I mean, that <laughs> is basically true. his name. He's such a weapon, so yeah. it's true. So, and the other one is the Avalanche, and the obvious one is Forsberg. Yeah. But I think that'll be like a 50%, For sure. right? Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, th- I would think. I mean, it's like Sakic and Forsberg Sackick. together is like Ooh, 80%. You know Foot? Yeah. yeah. Was he on that? Was he on 2002? I believe he, he yeah, had, he had to have been an on two for sure. Been. Yeah. So I might go with, I might yeah, go with foot's foot. not bad. Foot. Yeah. Footer. 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 Don't cross the middle of the ice. When God. Foot was present. They're great radio guest. You know, you know we who, had him on last year when the abs were in town. He was excellent. Maybe I'm misremembering this, but mm. another internet thing that you love mm. is uh, Dmitry Filipovich will just be like, hey, here's oh four minutes of a guy you yeah. should appreciate. Yeah. And this feels out of his wheelhouse, but I have a memory of him just like look at this shift of Adam Foot burying dudes, burying yeah. dudes, and but it was it wasn't a cut; it was just all one shift. Like you know, like Mike Richards has like the shift oh, for yeah. Philly. It was like that, but it was just him murdering like six cycles in a row, and then the Avs not being able to clear, so he had to do it all over again. Adam Foot played eleven hundred and fifty four career games, one hundred and seventy playoff games. Uh, Capital W Warrior, Warrior. One of the worst guys probably in the world to play hockey Could against. Could not think of something less fun. And, yeah, he, uh, yeah, good career. 
Oh, for sure. Hall, is he a Hall of Famer? I don't think so. You know, it's funny, the guys that get into the Hall of Fame, like when I close my eyes and think about a Hall of Famer, yeah. I think Adam Foote would be a Hall he of Famer. Is, but he just has, he, he only has 66 goals yeah, in his career. Just, I, it feels a little blasphemous, but it's like, we think of him that way, and it's like he was part of the reason they were great teams. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from yeah. him, but it's like if he was a sorry, uh, sorry, Babs, if he was a jacket, you know, he'd just be like, okay, well, he cool. was a jacket. Well, I, you know what I mean, though, yeah. like throughout yeah. the yeah. bulk of his run yeah. or whatever. Actually, I was going to say Columbus and Avalanche right here. Whoa. So I can't use foot for foot's going to be. I'm putting in foot right now for Columbus and uh, and uh, you know, lock it in. I'm locking it in. Is that okay with the council? That's fine with me. Yeah. Oh, sixteen percent. Brutal. I'm embarrassed people, by that. How many people have the exact same wavelength that you had? Yeah. Of like, oh, do him here. Oh, oh do, do him here. here. I wonder what he would have been on Olympic gold medal. And Crap. remember. I screwed that up. Uh, remember, always the uh, the cheat code in this game. There are two. Mm. Uh, Mike Sillinger, Mark Recchi. Yeah. Generally speaking, would work as long as a, well, I don't know if Recchi ever won did, an award. Major award, though. Did, did, did Doug Waite play for the Carolina Hurricanes? No way. Ooh. I feel like he might have. I feel like I have memories of him in like a red yeah. CCM. Yeah, you know, you maybe. Know who, you know who would know. Oh, um, Walker and my boy, Vic Palladian, the two best guys at this. Actually, you know who's really good is Matt Marchese, too. Yeah. The hockey guys are good at this. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. Even our buddy on the course yesterday, uh, shout out Primer, yeah. he was like, I'll I'll throw some names, but I'm not doing like, this. suck at yeah. this. <laughs> Oh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed the first hour of this show with you. Uh, we saved Kyle Dubas. You can yell about him uh, a little later on. We made you on that. Yeah, we might. We might. Uh, sorry, Canadian PGA Tour players. Uh, have a week. Good luck to you. Uh, we got a uh, got a, a jam show here. Ben Shulman, Michael Grange coming up in the next hour. Lenny DiNardo coming up at 8. Talk uh, a little bit of Red Sox. Get you set for the Jays' big, big series in Fenway this weekend. One hour of the show is in the books. It's Fan Morning Show on Sportsnet. 5-9 of the fan.